Hello, and thank you for joining us. This is Brian, your host of the Parish the Thought Show. The opinions of said host and our guests have not been sanitized or scientifically tested, so please consume at your own risk. Ladies and gentlemen, and whoever else is listening, welcome back. It's no secret that we have and are becoming a more divided people by the day. With every societal challenge and looming crises, we seem to construct more walls than bridges between us. Republicans versus Democrats, conservatives versus liberals, black versus white, rich versus poor, Ford versus Chevy, Trump versus everyone else. We have forgotten the basic rules of kindergarten, which is to be nice to others, share, and don't hit. So how and why did we get here, and what can we all do about it? Politicians, expert sources, mainstream media, not so mainstream media, have become trumpeters of their biased, at the very least, or extreme and harmful ideologies at worst agendas. We back our side and become parroters of whatever they feed us and we happily consume. Social media has then become an arena akin to back alley dogfighting. The only objective seems to be winning at all costs and damn the consequences. We often don't see the fallout of our words as we lob our fiery darts across our keyboards into the hearts of them. The social media universe can be cold and faceless. It is easy to attack your perceived enemy when they aren't in front of you. It's much more difficult to hate someone and tell them to go to hell when they're across the table from you. Let's look back at the history of television media for starters. When I was a child growing up in the 70s, we had CBS news anchor Walter Cronkite, often cited as the most trusted man in America. He was the talking head of the day. I don't ever recall a debate about anything that Uncle Walter told us each and every evening when he spoke his famous closing tagline, and that's the way it is, because when he said it, that was it. To be fair, I was only eight or nine years old then, so maybe I never knew if after the TV was turned off, the adults were quietly hating on anyone with an opposing viewpoint. Maybe the us versus them battle was raging, and I just didn't know it due to my age-induced ignorance. The general perception was a trusting one. The media was a dispensary of truth. It was real news, and if we wanted to know what was really happening, we listened and we watched. We then corroborated that view by reading the local paper, so we were set. We had it all. We trusted. We trusted them and our politicians to be altruistic. They had our backs, right? And we all want to know that someone is there to help us out in the time of need. It may have been that way 40 or 50 years ago, but not so much anymore. Selfish interests outrank selfless service all day long. It seems as if most are only agenda-driven for maximum personal gain, from politicians to media, and now to our individual neighborhoods and even in our own homes. Family gatherings just aren't what they used to be. To find the trust that once was is like spotting Bigfoot or the Loch Ness Monster today. We're not really sure it exists anymore. Oftentimes we fail to realize that media outlets are businesses. Businesses are usually in business to make money. How do they make money? Advertising dollars. Now the product of the news has to sizzle. It's, it's got to tug at our heartstrings. It's got to be sexy or folks won't buy it. They need to grab the attention of a finite audience, so the product has to snap, crackle, and pop. Yeah, that's right, Kellogg's, I just stole your tagline. 
Most recently, this has trickled its way from the media into the political parties. It's also in our pockets, on our devices, and through our social media apps, and now permeate our homes and every other aspect of our lives. It has, slowly by design, caused a massive rift in our culture. It has become us versus them, our camp versus their camp, this group against that group, COVID-19 conspiracies versus the scientific experts, mask wearing versus non-mask wearing, fresh racial tensions, Black Lives Matter, All Lives Matter, No Lives Matter, Trump-Biden lovers versus Trump-Biden haters. The list of groups to subscribe to or bandwagons to hop on a board grows daily. The list of issues to fight about is endless, and the interpersonal battles ensue. It has become easy to be angry. It's easy because we are emotional creatures to get sucked into the latest trends. The theoretical enemies are all around, so we must fight to the death for our side. We have to win. Do you want to know something, though? It doesn't have to be this way. There's a better way to navigate these seemingly ever-darkening times. We can all have different ideas, beliefs, identities, and coexist without the endless bickering, name-calling, and shaming. No matter what side you're on, before you post or repost something that disparages the other side or someone you disagree with, ask yourself, could this piece of content I'm about to broadcast to the world be biased, altered, manufactured, or at the very least, taken out of context? Maybe a little more homework is needed on the subject matter, because once it's out there, people, it's out there. So please, be careful. If you don't do this, then you perpetuate the status quo and help widen the division among us, and nothing changes. Keyboard warriors use tools like studies show and charts and infographics to support their side, not realizing that the other side can find six graphs, charts, Articles, infographics, studies show to support their opposing, their opposing viewpoint as well. So how do you know who's right? Please consider as you go to your keyboards that the other person you're responding to is another human being. I've yet to see a comment section debate lead to anything meaningful. Don't fall into the trap. Treat people with the same respect you'd give them when looking them in the eyes. The reality is... Your side and their side and all sides have to rely on and trust the sources of their individual arguments. How do you really know what is real and what is propaganda? If we are being intellectually honest, a little faith and trust is required. And this is the great equalizer if we really think about it. We are all at the mercy of our sources to some degree unless we have first-hand knowledge. Let's talk a little bit about covid while this virus is completely real, I am not disputing that in any way, shape, or form. The pandemic and ensuing response and societal breakdown can be interpreted six ways from Sunday. From the onset of the outbreak, the medical experts and media professionals and politicians and local and state and government leaders have been in conflict with their messaging about how to react and fight the virus while trying to keep our respective economies afloat. It's no wonder the masses are confused at best and outraged at worst. When engaging in discussions, debates, or arguments with them, just know that we may also have only part of the story. Just think for a moment and entertain this thought. It is a very real possibility that all of us are being misled to some degree. You don't have to pick a side. 
you can be in the middle. It is possible for everyone to get along if they so desire. Fact is, both sides have value that can enrich and enlighten if people would just pause before speaking or typing. Usually there is truth on all sides. So, Republicans, know that the Democrats aren't all trying to steal your guns and every freedom you have. And Democrats maybe realize that the Republicans are compassionate and do also care about people and not just profits and big money and big pharma and big whatever you want to call them. Why is it that you can be friends with someone who drives a different brand of vehicle than you, or likes a different beer or coffee or music, but you struggle to be friends with someone with different political views? And yes, I realize that politics impact our world on a higher level than one's taste in vehicles and music, but the concept is the same. You don't have to kill each other. If your intent is to do battle, then shooting petty barbs on social media or any communication platform is clearly adding to the war between us. You are now part of the problem. If your intent is to educate, inform, and or understand, then be respectful and do your own homework. Don't just post without verifying. We all know there are scammers out there working both sides, and they're very good at playing us against each other. A great metaphor for this is Dr. Seuss's The Sneetches on the Beaches story from 50 years ago. Go watch that, and you'll see that that practically is a documentary and prophetic to our times. For most people, neither side can convince the other side to swing radically one way or the other. So stop trying to convert them and start trying to work with and understand them. You may just make a new friend in the process. There's no downside. People don't like to be convinced or converted by someone else. It's often taken as a position of weakness that we are influenced by someone else. We want to be educated and choose to convert and convince ourselves. So as we move forward, here are five simple but not always easy steps you can all take to bridge the gap with them to become we. So practice these daily. One, seek first to understand. Dr. Stephen R. Covey said, most people do not listen with the intent to understand. They listen with the intent to reply. Each of us, when engaging in conversation, especially with those we may disagree, who try, if we try to gain a new perspective or learn something and understand how their experiences have led them to where they are, it would go a long way in diffusing any contention that may exist between two parties who at the outset may disagree or even hate each other. Instead, it all seems if our natural instinct is to win or beat them at the argument at all costs. All of us want to be recognized and heard. We want to be validated. It's a basic human need. After the other person has made their case for their view, try and repeat back what you understand and then build upon that. You will immediately feel the tension leave the room, and you might even gain a new friend. Again, no downside. Number two, practice kindness. See number one. Take the other person out of the box you've put them in. Try to see them as another fellow traveler of life trying to navigate its intricacies instead of a faceless member of this or that group. It's easy to be a keyboard warrior lobbing your alphabetic bombs as you do a virtual drive-by when you don't have a personal connection with them. It's much more difficult to insult, degrade, or hurt them when you're face-to-face. They become human just like you. Common bonds can be formed, found, and built upon. Do this repeatedly. Number three, love thy neighbor. An age-old piece of counsel. 
Are you beginning to see a pattern here? Whether or not you believe in the Bible, it's tough to argue with this counsel. You will feel better instantly, and your rival will be shocked at first, and then they may see you in the same light. There can be no downside. Please, I dare you to try this. Please prove me wrong. Number four, surround yourself with those you may disagree with. Seek those with whom you disagree and follow steps one through three. This does not mean you have to give up your entire value system. If you're open to new learning and ideas, you may find you will have a deeper understanding of your own position at the very least. Case in point, I have a social media friend whom I've never actually met in person. We've been communicating for you know five plus years. When we first crossed paths, I disagreed with everything he posted, all his comments, and all his ideas, and I felt massive anger and frustration and dug my heels in whenever he would chime in on anything I said or someone else that I agreed with said. My instinct was to block him and just destroy him, and that would have been easy, but I'm trying to expand my mind and not close it down. So I kept interacting with him and eventually interviewed him on my uh, podcast show, which helped me see him on a more human level. And although we still disagree on many topics, he is respectful and articulate with his viewpoints. He is well thought out, which actually inspires me to reevaluate my own positions and understand why I hold them. He's not a hater or a bomb thrower, so it's kind of a mutual respect situation. Number five. Ask yourself if it's possible that your long-held ideas could be wrong. Truly, ask yourself this question. What if the way I was raised or led to believe isn't the best way? What if there are flaws in my beliefs and arguments? What if Aunt Edna wasn't always right about her philosophies of life? Just simply and honestly asking this question begins to chip away at the psychological security walls we've put up around our belief systems. Again, we don't have to surrender our core value system, but it can be healthy to reevaluate where we stand and why we stand there. Number six, the list could go on and on, but you get the point. So as you go about your daily routines, wherever that may take you, try to remember to simply be nice. Realize the other side isn't out to get you, although it may seem like it at times. You don't have to beat them or win. Just love them, or at least try to like them. Like you, they may just be trying to navigate and make sense of this crazy and confusing world, same as the rest of us. I heard a great quote recently from a friend, writer, and host of the popular podcast, Freedom's Disciple, Jonathan Dunn. He says, don't always assume malice where ignorance or stupidity could just as likely be the answer. Meaning... People are not to get you. They're not out to hurt you. They may just have a limited understanding of the concept as do you. So they're not trying to hurt you. Try to understand them. Each of us may be lacking in all the facts of any situation, and it is possible we can be blinded by our own perspective. So play on, dear friends, and may we all try a little harder to be a little softer. Thank you again for listening to the Parish the Thought Show. 
We would love your comments and feedback on our website at briankeithparish.com feedback. If you love or hate what you hear, please give us a rating on whatever platform you find us.